To another episode of XN Interviews. I'm your host, XN. Joining me, as always, is JX. How you doing tonight, man? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Glad to have our guest on. Yeah, it's been a while since our uh, our second guest has been on the on the show. So uh, we'll go ahead and introduce uh, the MCOC and me host, Zach Rossi. How you doing tonight, man? I'm not doing them doing all right actually. Uh, just hanging out here in San Antonio. Just got here this afternoon. Very nice, very nice. You're on tour, right? Yeah, I'm out here with uh, Ramstein. Cool, cool. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we kind of got your origin story back uh, a couple years ago, and uh, you've been on tour and not doing too much with the uh, MCOC and Me podcast. So I figured we'd catch up a little bit. If that's cool yeah, with you. All right. Um, so you kind of took a break whenever. Um, I think it was around the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, I took a break uh, from the show. I, I believe the episode in which I was stating my break was recorded like probably the second to last week in April. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've had uh, we've had strikers come back since then. Uh, right. Did you feel any different way about the strikers, whether or not they were uh, – doing well or or the inputs were working i thought they were a really cool feature just because especially in a side quest uh like i always think i think it was the top of the year when they were doing it in that um the sauron and toad uh a monthly event thing uh and i really liked that just because it just kind of brought a different flavor of you know of play style and it, it kind of reminded me of if you ever played like marvel versus capcom it was like when you could call in like a like a guest character to come in and like, you know, just have them either like trap the opponent or um, just do some damage kind of thing. It was kind of like that. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. Tag team aspect. Yeah. 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 Which they were definitely inspired by. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, So what else has happened since then? Uh, We've had a few champions come into the contest. Uh, We've had Quicksilver and and Galen come in last month. Um, did you vote for Quicksilver? Uh, I did. Yes. Okay. All right. I was, so uh, I was surprised that he was when they revealed him that he was a science rather than a mutant champion. But you know, oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Just the MCU, man. Oh man. Yeah, it was just kind of like when I saw that happen. I'm like, oh wow, that's really cool. Like great animations, this, this, and that. I'm like, wait a minute, what? he's a science type of guy he's a mutant <laughs> this is weird I, I said that when when they announced him in the vote and they, they didn't announce his class i was like i bet he's gonna be science you know marvel kind of you know does they did this thing with him and i was like they're gonna do it and yeah they did and oh man if, i wish he was mutant. really if you really want to get down and dirty with it if you're looking at it from the mcu perspective he would be a mystic per the you know age of ultron movie just saying uh well you know, I well, it is experimentation through the Infinity Stones, so I think that's kind of why it's science. But oh. the comics is that, he, yeah, it, it, that's in a way. 
and Scarlet Witch is just mystic because it awakened her thing, which right maybe in their in her movie apparently that they'll explain even more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, ho- I mean, hopefully we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, uh, hopefully. Uh, I mean, what do you guys see? Uh, which Pietro do you guys see coming back? The 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 shot one or the uh, X Men one? <laughs> The deceased one. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna they're gonna they're gonna just bring him off from another uh, multiverse timeline where he didn't get shot. Be like, oh hey, copy and paste. Right. Yeah, I, I yeah, I really wonder too. Is like they could kind of just the way that if they're gonna do if the way they're gonna do mutants, I really wonder if they're gonna clash multi like a, another universe of mutants, and, and that's how they're gonna do it. Um, because if if he, if it would be f- so weird for them to do mutants in a way that's like, oh, now Xians are showing up out of nowhere, and and Professor X is now becoming a mutant, or maybe he has been protecting everyone's X gene as a secret right. from the world. It's it it'd be really weird. Um, uh, but it is the more comic accurate they can get, I I want I want that. <laughs> yeah, I I do like your point though. I think if they were to do it like kind of a um, you know, Professor X is kind of shielding you know, the mutant population from the world kind of thing. I feel like that would make a whole lot of sense only because I can, like, I always, I mean, I think about this right now, actually, like in um, Civil War, when Vision is talking about, like, you know, since the more number of enhanced people have shown up, you know, the inverse has happened as well. It's been like, you know, challenges of people coming Mm -hmm. after us. What if they were to, to kind of, you know, write something that would play off of that, where it's like, hey, look, there's been this other population of people, but they've kind of just been sort of, you know, in hiding they're just waiting for their time where they feel like it's okay to come out and sort of you know make their presence known so i think that'd be kind of a cool little thing yeah and it's a lot of parallels too with uh wakanda um right now now the atlanteans with the wakanda forever as well and even now in uh well i guess no not in humans <laughs> because obviously kamala khan is not a not in human she's a mutant so that's which <laughs> yeah that kind of i mean like i didn't watch any of that show but when i saw that that was kind of a a, a, a story sort of point i was kind of saying to myself that no that's not that's not true <laughs> yeah. she, she breathed into the, the terrigen mist and that's how it happened so why don't we just stick with that <laughs> absolutely yeah. i I just I just finished the Avengers game where she's like the main character and it's so well done. Like Is it? I yeah, absolutely. Like just the story of the game and I played on stream and I was like I was loving it. Like they 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 it, it, there's a lot of parallels to the X-Men obviously with the prejudice against them and the Inhumans really has that encapsulation of the same thing which is good and it it's a, such a well good story and I and same with their powers like I I so much prefer if they they stayed more comic accurate. Um, but it was both stories were were fine. I I both enjoyed them. Oh, interesting. I see. Like I've, I saw gameplay footage of that game, but I never got my hands on it. Yeah, yeah. No, the story is good. You know, gameplay. It's up to your opinion, really. Yeah, that's kind of what I heard because it was kind of a really good idea on paper, but it didn't really. But like like you just said, it's you know up to the player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only the only tro- point I was trying to make was with that whole conversation, the Aaron Taylor Johnson thing. Was yeah. They could do it with John Krasinski, right? They yeah, can, they could tear him to shreds and bring him back in the Fantastic Four for our universe. Why can't they do that for for our Quicksilver? Right, exactly. But Just uh, saying they can do it. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. I want that. <laughs> um, okay, back to MCSC. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, who have you been? Uh, who have you been trying to acquire lately? 
Zach. Well, so I, it wasn't so much of an acquisition kind of thing. If I, so if I actually, I'll, I'll kind of rewind sort of what happened. So, um, cause you, you mentioned me taking a break from the show. So that was kind of like a culmination of, um, I beat all of act seven. I was getting ready for this world tour that I was going on. I just kind of wanted to have like a little break sort of thing. You know what I mean? And just kind of, you know, not be as focused on the game. Cause like when I, when I made the podcast, when I made all that stuff happen, it was a quarantine project because I had no idea where my life was going to go. If my career was ever going to pick itself up. Cause it was in the shitter, you know, and it was very, a very trying time, but you know, having a creative outlet like that show definitely helped out. And what was kind of funny was, as I'm playing it, I was kind of getting better and I was kind of learning a little bit more about certain things. This is this, this and that. Well, I, I have a conspiracy theory that the game, once you kind of put it out there that you are kind of, you know, you don't want to do it anymore or things are kind of not really going that well for you. The game finds a way to pull you back in. So here's, here's what happened. Uh, in May when they were doing the, uh, the Dr. Strange multiverse thing and you had that piggy bank that you could get where if like, if you did a certain amount of fights for like five bucks, if you bought it, you would get crystals and one. I think you guys know what I'm talking about with it. So do a couple yeah. of things and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just buy one piggy bank, whatever this is and that. Well, get the piggy bank, open the thing up. I got two six star Nexus crystals and I was Ooh. like, well, this is kind of nice. Let me open these things up. The first one, uh, the first thing they showed me was a six-star Nick Fury, and I'm like, I don't care about anybody else. That's who I want. And I had a six-star generic gem and a three- to four-star skill rank-up gem. So I'm like, you know what? Just going to put him right to rank four. And then the second gem was a, uh, I think I pulled like Thor Ragnarok out of that one. But Either way, I was kind of like, all right, let me just at least kind of see what's going on with what's happening, this, this, and that. So it was cool to kind of like, you know, get back into the game on my own terms. And like, you know, I was so busy doing the thing, but I would just kind of like, you know, check in here and there and get to eventually kind of working my way to get to Paragon, which I finally got to um, at the end of the uh, Eternity of Pain rewards that we got a few weeks ago. So that was kind of big, like That's my right. big thing. I wasn't really uh, like going for champ acquisition. Like if I got some cool champions along the way of becoming Paragon, that was awesome. And uh, but ultimately, all I wanted to get was the Paragon title. Nice, congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. It was actually kind of. I thought it was gonna be kind of a pain in the ass to get because on the very last episode that I made before I kind of took my hiatus, I was, you know, if you go back and listen to it, I was kind of looking at it like, man, this is gonna be like a giant pay to play kind of thing. This is just uh, I don't want to get involved in it. Da, 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 da. But luckily, the game kind of made other avenues of obtaining that title a lot easier via the loyalty store, Eternity of Pain, um, even just doing the the Cavalier monthly EQ thing, where if you explored the whole thing you got you know some some resources to help yourself out so that was just kind of cool I, I'm, and i'm glad that they actually just went that way to make things a lot easier for players to progress yeah kind of like the uh the the uh choose your character node at the end of act six now yeah yeah it's, which it's is hilarious because act act six now for those for those of you new players okay uh, Act six is a total breeze, especially the champion fight. It is like comedy. You can bring anybody into that fight and you're totally fine. Whereas 
back in like 2019, I was ripping my freaking head off trying to beat that guy. Yeah. yeah it, I, go ahead, Jay. Uh, no, I'll let you go. I was I was gonna say I I did it like before every all of the nerfs. I don't think he got nerfed in the in the newest like update where they where they did the whole um, the champion selection at the end of the path right before all that. But uh, he 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 seemed okay. You know he wasn't that well, bad. Maybe maybe my skills were not as good back then. I don't know. I just remember burning through a ton. I, of I definitely did though. Head, yeah, I definitely <laughs> it was bad. Did. Between him and Mordo, I was just like, oh, Axe 6 blows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mordo, Mordo's not fun. <laughs> no, not at all. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say the, the champion this month's event quest is salty about uh, his Axe 6 defeat. <laughs> He's oh, like, I'm really? ready for a rematch. Come on. Uh, okay. You you caught up on some of the uh, the story then? Yes, yeah. I read it today and made my video today on it. It was, it was really oh, okay. fun. okay. Very nice. Actually, speaking of the champion, apparently that that guy's been getting a lot of steam in terms of like boss fights and a really good option for this week's Eternity of Pain. If you've seen anything from, I think it's uh, Sweeta. Yeah, yeah. I've, it's seen, kind of I've seen a few things uh, with the champion lately. Yeah, it's really kind of uh, it's very interesting seeing like you know a champion that we all kind of like. I don't want to say forgot about but obviously when you looked at like you know is it a you know you look at Aegon versus the champion everybody wants Aegon but then all of a sudden it's like oh the champion can kind of like do some things and he's got like a nice little synergy with uh tatiana now like that's that's some cool stuff yeah um so what do you think about tatiana and uh inf infamous iron Tatiana is the actor for She-Hulk. Oh, okay. How, then how do you... Okay, so I'm... So how do you say the Titania. character? Titania. Yeah, Titania. Titania. Okay, hey, I, said so, it, I said it wrong, too. I was like Titania, like, originally, so... <laughs> I, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> um, I actually, you know what... I, I really like this new champion. I haven't had really much of a uh, of a playthrough with uh, infamous Doctor Doom, but um, in the Cavalier EQ boss fight, he was pretty. Um, he was actually a very kind of, I would say, mild mannered boss fight because if you have Hercules, uh, you know, it was kind of like game over sort of thing. <laughs> um, but I thought Tatiana was really cool. Uh, wait, I said it again. Tatiana, <laughs> Titania. Excuse yeah, me. there you go. There it is. Um, she brings a lot to the table and also like her synergies are really, really cool too. So it's cool to see a champion like that who, you know, can not only just be good on her own, but can make a lot of other champions just a little bit better, especially like, um, if you use her with she Hulk and then the Mr. F uh, fantastic synergy, I mean, that's just like a very good combination right there. Absolutely. And she even has a mystery synergy with, uh, I think maybe Zemo. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. I'll be excited to see. Uh, I'll be excited to see who that synergy is. Yeah, I, I think it's Zemo. It just makes sense the most because. Yeah. Sure. Now, now let me ask you guys this because uh, we got that new Ant Man buff this month. What did you guys think of that? Um, I haven't tested him too much, but fighting him is such a breeze now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love it. He definitely went from being very annoying on defense to being just kind of a pushover now. 
Yeah, well, which I'm glad because I, 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 there are so many Ant-Man fights. I'm like, please, can this fight be over? I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, because because every every so often it's just glancing, glancing, glancing. You're like, all right, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I think the the buff was. I mean, I've had like a few test drives with it, but what I what I was really upset about was I found out about the. Ant-Man and the Captain America Falcon synergy way too late. And I was like, oh, that's a cool little thing. I should have, you know, done that way before. But also, I didn't get a Captain America Falcon until, like, last month. So, you know, I missed out on that. Yeah. Uh, John John said something about that on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when we had him on. Oh, yeah. It's it, it's just, I don't know. Like I And I kind of sort of addressed it in one of my recent episodes was... I don't mind a buff that is taking a, a champion that's kind of, you know, a lower tier and trying to, you know, make them get higher up in the rankings. But I don't like it when you mess with synergies that are important. Yeah. Um, do you think do you think that synergy was was vital to his kit? I th- I think it was, you know what I mean, especially cuz you know somebody kind of said he you know, it's, it's, it's for, for longer fights, it really counts. And I just think that, like, especially when you can bring a unique questing combination of champions like that into the mix, I, I think it just opens the door for a lot more options because everybody wants to bring Ghost, Wasp, and Ant-Man. Well, what if you bring in, like, those three plus, you know, uh, the Captain America version of Falcon, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden Ant-Man becomes, like, another really good viable option in that group. I just think that's just kind of a cool thing to do, especially when you're trying to mix and match and really make use of like a five champion team, especially in higher difficulty quests. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you think that the, uh, the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch synergy was going to be something that was too good to be true? I guess. Well, that's just that's that's the way it goes, you know. Whenever something is too good to be true, you better enjoy that real quick because all of a sudden it just goes bye bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's also kind of funny too. Like, look, like, like for example, speaking of Scarlet Witch, if you look back, oh man, I want to say maybe around like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, before like you know a lot of these updates started happening. Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, and Thor OG were like the real big heavy hitters. And Scarlet Witch can kind of like, she still has some, you know, she can hit hard, you know, now. But like that's that Quicksilver synergy that puts her right back to where she was at the beginning of the game. Just being an absolute monster. Yeah, I agree. The That, uh, that uh, synergy is pretty pretty neat <laughs> oh it's incredible i saw videos of you know like a, a winter soldier's realm of legends thing and the, he went down in like less than 20 hits i couldn't believe it yeah all, all just from you know sp2 that's it uh-huh um so uh you said you've done all of act seven is there anything else that you have left to complete in game um, the only thing that's really just kind of sitting on my radar, but it's when I say sitting on my radar, I'm I'm kind of just saying it in terms of like it's incomplete would just be to fully explore the abyss, but I don't want to do that because 
number one, the first and only time I've ever done it, it really took kind of a, uh, and luckily I did this when it was January in Nashville, we had a snowstorm. So I had plenty of time to kind of sit on my ass and just do a path, but I just, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources for it. Um, just for my own accomplishment, just, just being able to do it one time. I'm just okay with it. So right now I'm just waiting for act 8.1. Okay. Um, so 8.1, that's going to come out in a couple weeks. Um, do you think, uh, you're going to be farming some revives and, uh, and trading them in for the store? Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of make it a point. So one of the things that I, that I do just to kind of, especially with the way the monthly Cavalier and monthly uncollected quests have been actually offering these really cool bonuses after you, uh, complete them. I usually buy the lower tier package, which is like a, it's like a health pool package. So there's no shards, no nothing, but for a thousand units, you can get like a wide variety of different, you know, health potions, revives and energy refills to kind of get you ready for whatever you want to do. So I just try to double up on those because it's just good to have a, you know, an overflowing inventory of that kind of stuff. And then I'll usually go back into like act 3.2.6, with the with, with the Thanos fight and I'll just farm there and then um yeah I'll trade in I'll do stuff just to kind of make uh make sure they have a healthy amount of inventory and if all and if, if all else fails if I'm lacking I'll just take a break do some more because that 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 content's permanent it's not going anywhere so I can jump back whenever I want right okay um what about the Grandmaster's Gauntlet did you get a chance to uh try that before it was yeah yeah so I, I did it again and oh man I tell you what that when I did it last year uh it was very I don't I hate to say the word intimidating but I just didn't know like kind of what I was doing and I was definitely uh, you know and my rewards were really kick ass from last year I was able to finally get my hands on a six star Doctor Doom and then this time when I did it I had better counters I had better champions that were ranked up so it took me less time it took me less resources but it was totally worthwhile because I was actually able to get my hands on a um, six-star Hyperion, and I was able to dupe him, which was huge because that's a really fun champion that I love playing with. So that was definitely worthwhile. And the uh, like, the exploration rewards definitely helped me get that much closer to being Paragon. And it was like, all I needed was just the Eternity of Pain to give my stuff, and then, boom, there I was. Very nice. Okay. Uh, Jay, you got one over there? Uh, yeah, I was going to build off of Act 8.1. Are you excited for a Cytalis boss fight? Yeah, you know what? I have seen some footage of it. It looks like it's going to be a giant pain in the ass, but where there's a will, there's a way, and yeah. I believe there's, there's going to be some sort of a counter in there. There's going to be some sort of a champion or two that can really um, sort of take advantage of whatever she's going to do. And... um. My philosophy with that kind of stuff is I'm going to let the pros go ahead. I'm going to let them put out their guides, their tips, their tricks, and then I'm going to do my best to try to replicate that without sucking. <laughs> hey, well, I heard it was actually kind of, kind of fun uh, if, based on Superior King. So, um, Oh, I thought Superior King was an awesome boss fight. That was awesome. Awesome. And then you should love Cytalis fight. Yeah, if it, if there's anything creative like how the Superior King fight was, uh, I'm all for it, and I, I, I mean, it just, like, 
I, I, it is funny too because I finished when I, when I got done doing the Grandmaster um, back when when did I get done with Act Six? I want to say it was like maybe March or something like that, but. I, I had way more like I, the Grandmaster fight was felt like a chore. But the Superior King fight, I was like, "This is fun. This is actually like I'm really enjoying this." Yeah. Okay. So you think you're uh, you think you're ready for Cytalis? Is that what, that's your name, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I think okay. I gotta you know. I mean, we'll we'll see when you know when everything goes live. But I you know I got a pretty yeah. good roster of of champions and stuff like that, and. Um, you know, for for getting the Paragon, I ranked up Apocalypse, Nick Fury, and Angela to rank four. So I think those would be three real big, you know, heavy hitters and good utility type mm-hmm. champions and stuff like that. But um, you know, hopefully, um, I don't get any lagging issues. Hopefully, my inputs don't drop. And if those uh, hold true, then I think I'll be all right. Very nice. Who would you be looking forward to taking to rank five? Oh, uh, I mean, probably Fury. I mean, he's just too too good of a champion to not, you know, ignore. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Nick Fury. He's yeah. He's the, uh, the ultimate skill, right? Pretty much, but also just what he does, um, you know, especially once bleeds. he gets to that second phase. Yeah, exactly. And the second phase is just, it's it can just melt opponents and stuff like that. And also, like... Um, with the new featured crystals, like, sorry, featured crystals that have come out. Uh, I've only opened a few of those and two of my pulls were, you know, I, I was able to do um, Black Panther OG and I actually really like him. I have kind of like a soft spot for him as a, as an OG champion. I duped Dormammu, which was kind of like, yeah, you know, Dormammu is okay. But then I finally got my hands on a, um, a Hulkling and boy, is he a fun champion to play with? Yeah, absolutely. Hulkling is, uh, I definitely got him uh, in the first, like, within the first couple of days of the free, the new featured, and uh, oh, cool. he is he's a beast. And I yeah, don't I don't he, have him ranked up. <laughs> or have him yeah, I got him sitting at rank one right now. But I tell you what, even as a rank one, he was a very good option for this week's Eternity of Pain. Yeah, I have him at rank two un, undubed, and uh, he he he's putting in some work. Oh yeah. That's awesome. I was most excited, like when they kind of announced the narrative roadmap last year. I was like, I'm most excited for Hulk and Wiccan, out of all the characters. So yeah, I got I got super excited for um, and I couldn't believe I got it. I got him. Um, uh, what was the the most recent thing we just did? It was the um, uh, the last the last little side event there. Um, uh, goes to the battle room. Like yeah, 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 and 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 from those like bonus shards, um. I got Scorpion as a six-star champion. And I was like, wow, like this is this is really cool. And he's like, you know, a very kick-ass champion. And then the other day, um, just from you know, beating all of uh Cavalier Monthly, I was like, ah, let me just kind of pop open a six-star shard. And then I was able to dupe my six-star scorpion. And holy crap, <laughs> is he like an amazing science champion? Okay, yeah. Um, just really cool. Oh yeah. I got a five star from those from those side, the crystal as well, and yeah, I was, oh, I nice. was like, Scorpion. he's one of the characters I really wanted out of my list. Yeah, especially with the synergy with Agent Venom and Iceman. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god, it's insane. Okay, yeah, Scorpion. I I'm still looking for Scorpion. Yeah, if you get a chance to get Scorpion, man, he will definitely become like your favorite science champion. <laughs> 
because not only can he be can he be like immune to certain things via the pre-fight, but the you know the petrify he can hit hard after that special three. He's just a monster. Yeah, I need him for the uh, stealth suit Spider-Man synergy. Oh, absolutely. Mm. No power. You get no power. I will <laughs> slap the shit out of you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so is there any champs that you're looking forward to with the rest of the year coming up? Any champs? I mean, I'm curious to see kind of like where certain buffs go. Um, you know, in terms of like champion acquisition right now, I'm not really kind of um, trying to get anybody new. If anything, I'd like to get a couple of dupes for certain champions that I have as, as six stars. But, um, like, you know, I really enjoyed the Storm uh, buff this year. The Juggernaut buff has been one of my favorite buffs this year because I actually took Juggernaut to rank two. I was that excited about his new play style. So I'm curious to see, like, I mean, I think they said Rocket Raccoon is is up for something. Yep, and then apparently I heard that they're trying to do one for Black Panther Civil War. And if that comes to be, that would be really cool because, you know, just to honor the late, great Chadwick Boseman there. Um, Absolutely, we announced it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if they yeah. if they could do if they could do that if they can just like really work out a cool you know kit for that champion, put them at the end of the year, kind of like you know build it up like Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen, but make it a lot better. That would be the cherry on top. Yeah, um, in December's is uh, to be determined, so there is an open spot. Like they haven't announced December's, so that would be that would be a good uh, good point. Did they announce um, what's it called? Uh, uh, November yet? So November is Rocket, and then obviously no buff in October. So there's there's no one next month. No one next month. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's a buff break. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of funny too because this whole year was, I mean, like the last two years were very buff heavy and tweaking and this, this, and that. So I can see how kind of like they wanted to maybe take this year to sort of pump the brakes and you know maybe look at like the roster as a whole and then you know pick and choose. Sorry, excuse me, whichever champion or champions felt like they could use a little bit of a tweak or a full-on overhaul. Yeah, um, I'm glad they're doing it, though. I'm glad they're still, they're still uh, you know, buffing champions, older champions that, that need it. Right. I mean, if, if oh, man, if, if I was, I mean, besides, if, if it were to be, the Black Panther Civil War at, at December, that would be awesome. But I would love to see somebody, you know, a little bit more deserving, like maybe a Captain America OG. Maybe they do something with Iron Man or something. I don't know. Just just kind of give us some love to, like, some of the original champions that we are, just to kind of make them a little bit more relevant within the game. Mm, maybe, um, maybe a little uh, Spider-Man classic. Hey, you know what? If that's there, <laughs> yeah. sign me up. There you go. Sign me right up. <laughs> Should have fixed your tattoo. Well, you know, actually, yeah, you know what's funny? There, oh my god, I was in a coffee shop, and um, some little kid. So I was wearing a sleeveless shirt because I, I got done working out, and some kid saw my tattoo and he thought I was bleeding. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, that's so hilarious. skin tear. So when he when he saw it, he's like kind of like you know telling his mom like he's like I think that guy's bleeding, and. You know, obviously I wasn't, but she like came over to me. She's like, "Hey, um, would you mind just telling my son that you're not hurt?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I just go over and I show him the tattoo, and he was like, "That Spider Man." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, <laughs> "Wow, where'd you get it?" And I and me just being me, I'm like, 
well, you know, he came to a show and we hung out for a little bit. And we decided to get matching tattoos. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> nice. But, but it, it was it was cute though, it was just, and it was just kind of like just so like naive that the kid thought that I was bleeding and I wasn't, you know. So. All right. Um, so, what else you got over there, Jay? Uh, Maximus Savage wants me to ask you which axe is your favorite. Uh, man, uh, out of all of them? Oh. Um, I would have to say probably Axe 7. Only because... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think he's saying Axe, like like my name, Jay Axe. Oh, I think ooh, he's saying guitar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, guitar? Ooh, 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 okay. Well, um... Man, I tell you what, I I, I own a uh, a Sir uh, custom, so it's the the, the spelling is S U H R. They're like, they're very amazing. John Sir makes incredible instruments. Um, these things play like a race car, man. Like as soon as you put your hands on them, your fingers just want to go a million miles an hour. But they're built comfortably. Uh, it's one of the best guitars I've ever purchased. And the cool thing is, is that it has a little switch in the in the body where if I press it. It diverts all the power to my bridge pickup, so it can kind of give like a little bit of a bump for soloing and stuff like that. Or if you just want to like kind of punch through the mix a little bit harder, like on a, on a certain rhythm section or something like that. But yeah, that's I, that's ten out of ten right there. Thank you. That was awesome. A lot all of right. uh, Um. So, uh, you got another one over there, Jay? Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna start out is kind of, do you want to chat about your show? If, if anyone hasn't kind of, what's it all about? I was gonna ask this at the beginning, but it, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, okay. So just to kind of give a, 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 a point of reference. So the, the band is called Ramstein and these guys were real popular in the States. They had a song called Du Haas. It came out in around, I think it was 1997. Um, so you can look it up. It's, I think once a lot of people hear, they'll be like, oh yeah, that song. Um, but uh, I've been out with these guys since April, and what we've been doing is massive stadium tours. Like that's all we're doing. So we have this really big set, this really big stage, a really big set. It looks kind of like a, it looks like Gotham City, but <laughs> it's not. Um, but these guys are all about a big production, you know, loud sounds, uh, really heavy guitar riffs, uh, pyro on pyro. They have one of the largest pyro rigs ever. Uh, I get a flamethrower shot over my head every night. Uh, we, you know, we do confetti, we do concussion blasts and stuff like that. So it, it's definitely a spectacle. And then we took the show from Europe and I was over there for 110 days. Now we're doing it here in the States. Nice. And it's um, just, it's really, it's really neat, man. And the, and the funny thing is like, they sing all in German. There's no English lyrics. So, and it kind of works for them because it, it's a, it's really like a big kind of, like defining quality of their sound, but they do a lot of really cool, like especially riff wise, they, they write a lot of really cool things. And the shows are just like, it's, it's definitely like one for the senses. Like I, like I took my parents to a show last weekend and I couldn't believe that they survived it. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, I think he was talking about your, your podcast. I, I, oh. I, I honestly, both oh. is really what, what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, like, okay. So like with the show, like, did you, like what specifically would you like me to elaborate on? Uh, no, I was just saying like for, for new listeners, what's it all about? Oh, okay. So basically with my show, um, 
I, I am pretty much doing the, I don't want to say the antithesis of what the heavy hitters and what the pros do, but all I, all I provide with my show is, is a show for the average Joes, for the people that just want to have a good time playing the game. I kind of just try to give out some tips, some helpful hints for people who are new to the game, but also sometimes I'll comment on things that are happening, like certain changes, um, certain champion buffs, et cetera, et cetera. Or I'll just come up with something that um, is kind of like a really fun way of looking at the game. And every now and then I'll bring out somebody to kind of have an interview with, but it's kind of like a, it's just like a, a show just to, and my episodes are all like at least 10 minutes long. There's a few that go longer than that. Only if I have something really kind of like, you know, deep and poignant to talk about. But for the most part, I like to cut right to the chase. I make short scripts. I just want to, you know, touch on the points to kind of help players out. And it's been really cool. I've actually had a lot of people that I've actually reached out and have been like, Hey man, like, thanks for the, the, the heads up on this. And thanks for the tips on that. And thanks for helping me kind of like with this rank up process and, not spending a lot of money, A, B, and C kind of thing. So it's cool that actual people are tuning in and also, you know, I'm getting the feedback about, you know, how to help them out because I grew up in the time of like, if you wanted a guide for a game, you had to go to, you know, uh, Babbage's or GameStop or whatever it was, buy a, you know, a physical <laughs> print copy of it, bring it back to your house, thumb through it, and do it that way. And then if somebody in your class was playing the same game, you guys would trade secrets and stuff like that. Now with, you know, the way the internet works and YouTube and everything, you can go there. It's instantaneous. So I just kind of am borrowing from my own childhood of gaming to kind of help out players who are in need of helping. All right. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it's, it's almost like a, like the daily dose of, of MCOC. Like uh, I really like it and you can, it's so short, which is so good because, um, like, well, I'll go to YouTube stats and people only watch like 10 minutes. So having it 10 to like 20 minutes, I think, is such a good, uh, such a good intake of information. I love it. Yeah. And, and the way that I kind of sort of came about that was in, you know, I, I would watch guitar lessons on, on YouTube and I still do or just interviews and stuff like that. And every time I would see something that was like. 45 minutes to an hour or just longer or, you know, whatever. I'm just kind of like, man, I don't really have enough time to just, I just don't want to sit around and listen to this thing or do this thing for 45 minutes. You know what I mean? But then if I saw lessons that were 13 minutes or interviews that were, you know, 10, whatever kind of stuff, I was, I was more inclined to listen to those because I felt like it was a good quality message and a good quality lesson in a good amount of time. So I kind of borrowed that formula to kind of translate into my show. Yeah. Okay. Um, you definitely bring out a lot of uh, cool takes to to playing MCOC. Um, uh, I would say like the most the most one I the, I'd say the the most episode yeah the most recent episode I listened to was the uh, the what is it the save set how to spend it save your money in the battle realm or spending in the battle yeah. realm. Uh, yeah. Battle Realm on a budget, yeah. The Battle Realm on a budget, that's what it was, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. That's a, you got some really good takes there about uh, grinding arena, spending um, on you, don't not really spending on units, but buying like the $5 daily card and stuff like that just to, just to get a lot of units quick. Yeah, and that was just kind of like, I mean, I hate to say it was kind of from my, my own trial.
trial and error, if you will, but you know, that like when I started playing the game, none of that stuff was ever available. So if you wanted to get units, you had to get them through questing, through arenas, and then hopefully, you know, if you spin a couple of arena crystals and, you know, they pop up with some units, great. But then as the game matured, as it evolved, the subscription package just became a thing. And, you know, getting units was kind of like a lot easier now. And this is, and I always look at like things as, you know, I, I would say investments and stuff like that too. And that was kind of one of the things I also touched upon um, in an earlier episode about like investment type champions where, you know, a champion that like, okay, you want to rank up this champion, you want to awaken them. Well, there's like, you know, it, it's not as simple as like a one, two, three process. You're going to have to find a lot of things to make he or she a very viable option. And I, I kind of took the same approach with like, you know, the battle room on a budget because at the time I was looking at it in terms of, hey, you know, I don't really have you know, a lot of income due to my, you know, career being very much, you know, at a standstill. So, you know, and I felt like a lot of people were in the same boat as well. So if they were playing and if they were like, oh man, I want to, I wish I was able to, you know, acquire more of this, this and that. Well, I just kind of took a stand and said, hey, look, I'm going to show you all a way to kind of make it easier on your artificial and real currency to still play the game, but also get the most out of it in terms of like, Hey, I'm able to still get, you know, still get units like crazy, and also I can, you know, buy these crystals in the game to get champions and et cetera, et cetera. So it was just kind of like I would say, I was trying to do a parallel with the state of things in my own life and also in the in the world at the same time and bring it to the actual contest. Yeah. Okay. You got another one over there, Jay? Um. I was gonna ask. Oh, I just missed it. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I, I skipped me. But uh, if there's one character you'd add to the game, who would it be? Oh, there's uh, a bullseye. Oh, okay. I've 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 I got my wish list. One of my wish list guys in in um Craven. So that was cool. Uh, but I I'm waiting for uh for bullseye. But okay. you voted for Quicksilver, but not for not for Bullseye. Well, I mean, obviously, when Bullseye got eliminated, I just kind of you know I went with Quicksilver. But I've always wanted Bullseye simply okay. for the simply for the fact that like he, if you've if you've read any of the Daredevil comics, that he he and Daredevil just are like man, it's almost like kind of like this little Batman Joker thing where they just you know they kind of each other, but at the same time they just are always going at each other's throats. And right. Bullseye is just a son of a bitch. And I think if he was in the game, he could bring a really cool aspect of like, you know, maybe he would have like a sick ability where he'd be able to kind of like, you know, suppress not only like ability, but he would be also like, you know, to inflict some bleed, some other kind of stuff that would be like, you know, some really good critical damage and all this kind of stuff. Cause he is about pinpoint accuracy and stuff like that. Like you're looking at, you know, when they did with Hawkeye, where he was able to kind of slow things down with his, um, his arrow strikes. So you could probably yeah. bring the same thing to somebody like Bullseye, but maybe just make him like Hawkeye on steroids. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast, people that want him. And yeah, like, so there's so many cool things. And we well, literally had Legacy last week and he was talking about Bullseye. So yeah, we, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I mean, hopefully he's, you know, introduced sooner than later. But I think if he was to make his appearance into the contest, he could definitely be a very fun champion, not only for just play style reasons, but also for synergy reasons, especially making like, 
OG Daredevil, kind of, you know, a little bit more powerful, maybe some stuff with Electra, with Kingpin, um, with Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen kind of stuff, with Punisher. I think he would just be a really cool champion. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't know if it would be that the there's a black ISO mafia me- member that's coming to the uh, game next year. Right. And he he could fit that. Like that is something to cuz Kingpin's on it, Mr. Negative's on it. Yep. Both the Osborns are on it. Uh so it's kind of interesting that he could he could fit that. I think it, I think it'd be a great fit. And if that and guess what if if that comes to be we called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah who are some uh some champions that you would uh like to see buffed um champions that i would like to see buffed uh i'll try i'll try to go per class with this i won't try to give much of an explanation i'll just try to like go down my little like i, I kind of wrote this down on my laptop but i don't have it out right now uh but definitely out of the um out of the science class, either Spider-Man Classic or Captain America OG. Um, I'd like to see the OG Daredevil maybe get a buff or maybe Moon Knight or something like that. Um, out of the mutant class, I don't really want to see any buffs out of that because here's the thing. Come on. Well, it's already overpowered enough, and especially yeah, the yeah, apocalypse, yeah. you can make anybody a horseman. So it's, yeah. you know, it's pretty much game over. But um <laughs> You know, out of the test, maybe like OG Iron Man or Iron Patriot or something like that. And then uh, um, out of the Mystic class, maybe, oh boy. I, I would say, well, I was, one did kind of happen, and that was Thor Jane Foster. So that already had happened, but I don't really use Thor Jane Foster enough. So I don't really have a total opinion on her buff, but Juggernaut's buff was like, I've been Juggernaut for a long time. and. You know, that finally happened, which was awesome. And then out of the cosmic class, uh, Groot. Yeah. yeah. Elf, that could, and I, I was thinking too, December is the, the holiday guardian special. So if they were going to do a Groot, it would definitely be that month. Yeah. And the thing is like, I've always wondered like if we were as a community to get the Groot buff, like would it be like a Magneto thing where it's like a total overhaul and he just becomes like insanely overpowered? Or would it be just kind of like one of those things where it's like, Hey, we're going to, you know, just upgrade him a little bit, but he will still like, he won't be like the one of the world champions in the game kind of thing. So I'm, I'm very curious to see if they do ever go that route. Like would it be such a radical change or would it be just more kind of like, eh, let's just make him a little stronger, but not get too you know crazy with him. Yeah. And and that's kind of what we've seen with Juggernaut and Ant-Man and Rocket. They're all technically all titled the same type of buff. So I yeah. I think any type of buff after that is kind of going to be in the same area. So I think that's kind of something close you can kind of expect. Yeah, and the thing about the Juggernaut buff, which I keep kind of going back to, what I like about it is the fact that the play style now, it really, reflect, really reflects how he is in the comics, which is like... Yeah, fine. You know, unstoppable he's always charging he's just he's always doing damage where i felt like before it's just kind of like you know he can get really annoying when he goes you know into the unstoppable mode but the fact now that like his damage output is is coinciding with his unstoppable buffs it just makes him so much more fun and then like the thing too is if you have him awakened it, it doesn't really kind of like hurt anything but the fact that he can also nullify some buffs now and put stagger on that's that's just really cool you know yeah um, so what do you think about, uh, 
Uh, yeah, we already talked about Ant Man. Shit, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one. So obviously, yeah. Spider Man fan, and next month we actually have a Spider Man event, the Spider Verse Get an event with I think Morlin and hopefully a new Spider Man character is. Ah uh, yeah. Any character you're kind of excited to be because I, I I'm I think it's gonna be a Mystic Spider Man finally, but there are yeah. so many Spider characters. Um, I know. Um. Uh, I mean. Hobgoblin could be, you know, an option or like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, Hobgoblin cannot be an option because he lost the vote this year. That's right. Okay, so well, I'm just, I'm just kind of digging into like. Yeah, I got you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just digging into like Spider-Man like villains that I kind of grew up, you know, watching and all this kind of stuff. Like, I'd love to see Chameleon. That would be really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. That would be the kind. Of, I feel like that would be like a hard character to kind of really. Um, kind of creating the game i'm not sure what they would do sort of thing but yeah, yeah i mean i don't know we'll, we'll see if, i mean if morbius comes in that'd be really cool too but i feel <laughs> like I mean, just the event in general i'm excited for because whenever i see spider-verse stuff i'm like yeah it's gonna be fun absolutely um you mentioned you mentioned chameleon which was uh in the craven the last motion comic we got crazy it's been so long since then but chameleon's face was on craven's trophy wall so yeah little, little easter egg i mean there were so many spider-verse characters in there spider-verse villains like crave uh like sandman hydra-man um yep. the spider slayer um who else do we not have in the game shocker like there, there could go so many options so i, I think it will be Morlin, the the inheritor that hunts down the spider-man uh, right and, and spider heroes you have yep. um superior spider-man which is i was talking to my brother about he would want to see him right uh, where doc ock takes over peter's body and has the the oh, spider arms so cool he does a better or, job of being spider-man somehow, than yeah. spider-man yeah or if they did somehow like um iron spider like when like you know during uh like when he had uh when tony stark gave him like a new suit and everything with the uh with the arms and whatnot Mm -hmm. in the comics that would be really cool too i mean there's there's so many and and that's kind of the cool thing about the game is that the source material it really opens up a lot of like doors for whatever like you know you want to see but like when you were saying you know hydra man and sandman i'm thinking to myself oh those would be two really cool champions to have, but like from a developer standpoint, I wonder how much of a pain it would be to try to make <laughs> those guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, what Gabe mentioned him last year on the podcast, we were talking about him, like that would be a pain. And he was like, we, we can, we can do them. We can, we can do it. So he was if like, it, no sweat. Said the same I, thing with Quicksilver too. <laughs> right, oh my God. The Quicksilver animations. When I saw that for the first time, I was like, holy crap, these are awesome. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Special 3, I was like, they did a really good job with that. They've been bringing a lot of the chair back with uh, Special <laughs> yeah. 3s. Yeah, the, that, that whole chair thing, that's uh, that's that's a nice little uh, kind of, you know, I'm glad that he has survived over the, the many, many years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was originally it was just a joke by uh, Scott Bradford who used to work at Kabam, and it's just evolved oh, okay. into, into this. <laughs> but none of those are the real chair, remember? I saw that. The first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell is a chair doing here? <laughs> right. Yeah, it was just from a random comic. And then the Scott was like, oh, it'd be so funny to put this in the game. And Kabam were like, yeah, do it. And then they, they did it. And then it just evolved into a meme, basically. Yeah. Well, that's why you never never call somebody out on their bullshit, because you never know when they'll actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So what... Uh... 
What do we've got left? Uh, a little bit of MCU stuff. Have you are you caught up on uh, MCU stuff? Uh, I would say not really. I mean, I I tried to watch She Hulk. I couldn't do it. Okay. Um, but, but then like I did see Doctor Strange uh, when I was in Prague over the summer. I haven't seen Thor: uh, Love and Thunder yet. Uh, I know that they announced. At the uh, the Disney Expo, the uh, Thunderbolts, which was cool. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be very interesting to see. Um, and then, um, what else? Uh, yeah, pretty much CU wise, like that's pretty much where I where I am right now. Nice. Uh, Thor is on Disney Plus, so if you ever get time to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm actually going to. I'm going to Disneyland on. Uh, Wednesday, so I think I'm gonna sneak away, sneak over to Avengers Campus, and kind of get my fill over there before I do any of that stuff. Okay, it's our it's our little uh, work uh, trip that we're going on. Very nice, nice, yeah. Uh, Jane, they just got Jane as a. I've never been to Avengers Campus, but I, they actually have like people they hire that wear the costumes, and Jane literally just got added to their to their place. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! My my cousin took her. Uh, took her son there and they and her her son like lost his mind you couldn't believe how like he was like oh my god it's all here <laughs> yeah and then they, i gotta, uh, I gotta get out they, there they did like it's um they built like a robot is of of spider-man that can actually swing and oh yeah like, oh my god it's, like, it's <laughs> amazing it fling, flings it's itself over the camp over the campus yeah Oh my god, it's insane! Like I saw them d- doing it on the Imagineering documentary. I'm like, are they building like a Spider-Man robot that can fling and swing? I gotta see this. Absolutely, thing. <laughs> I gotta see it in person now. Yeah. Oh, I, oh my god, I can't wait to see it in person. Yeah, someone made a CGI video of it like failing, and it just trended over the internet. It was, it was insane. Like when they first. Oh announced my it. god! <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. Oh. Well, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't fail for real. No, that no, it, a, it, it can't. Such a buzzkill. <laughs> oh, no, what happened to Spider-Man? He's yeah, having exactly. A, he's having a web block again. <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you guys um, a long, long time ago, like, uh, this, this is a very weird part of my life. Um, I was actually down at Islands of Adventure, and I was doing a character audition, and I offered, I was like, hey, what are the chances that I could play the role of Spider-Man? And they're like, hey, listen, you got a really good personality for it, but you're too short. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, you had to be like 5'10 or something like that. What? And I'm 5'6. Yeah. Nah, I, that's ridiculous. What? Spider-Man is, is not Wolverine short, but he is not 5'10. Right. Well, and, but then the last time I was in Universe, I was at Isles of Adventure. This is the night that I saw Endgame. The the Spider Man character walked by me and I and I, had, and I was looking up at him. I'm like, yeah, you're sitting about five five eleven, you know, maybe six foot. But that could have been that could have been my life. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever the better. That's funny. But it was that was a weird time in my life, and I'm glad that I eventually got my shit together. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah. Uh, what else you got over there, Jay? Uh, well, since we're on topic of a little bit of the MCU, we have um, we the, they announced the, the they showed the trailer for Werewolf by Night as well as Secret Invasion, and we also have Wakanda Forever next um, not next month the month after next month, but we have the Werewolf by Night next month. <laughs> so, so are you looking I've always forward to those? seen 
I've seen two out of the three trailers. I haven't seen the werewolf trailer, but um, okay. Secret Invasion I saw, so it's cool to see Nick Fury come back. I'm curious to see how that whole story goes. And as for this, uh, for the Wakanda Forever thing, I'm just really curious to see what they're going to do for, you know, life after Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, he was a, I mean, I couldn't believe that the guy was, you know, sick the whole time and he was out there yeah. crushing that role, you know? And it's just, I, it was funny, my coworker and I were talking about that tonight and we were like, you know, I remember where I was when I heard the news and I was just like surprised. I'm like, really? He had cancer? Like, had no idea about that. And then, you know, it just, I, I had to give him respect because he was still out there making movies and he, lo- and he looked really, you know, I thought he was healthy the whole time and, and fortunately he wasn't, which was really sad. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do, you know, without him in this movie. I'm curious to see how they're going to do Namor and, and just kind of, you know, where it's going to take the MCU from here. Oh, yeah, me, me too. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing when they announced when when they announced his death. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I, I just finished watching his most recent stuff at that point. I'm like, I never would have guessed in a million years. Well, it, it was interesting too because when the news broke, I got several text messages from people. They're like, "Dude, did you just hear the news?" And I go, "Did you just read the same thing that I just read?" And we were all kind of like, "Really? Like he passed away? Oh my god, that's awful." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. But um, yeah, I mean, long live the king forever, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, he, when he, I mean, oh my god, when he was in, uh, when he made his debut in Civil War, I was like, yo, this is one bad dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah this dude came to play. He is not messing around. <laughs> and I thought it was a very good portrayal of Black Panther, and it also it was kind of like. He wasn't Black Panther yet, because if you see the, the standalone movie, he's still kind of he's still sort of like finding his way, if you will. But uh, I just thought it, it was just like the the suit looked awesome. Um, you know, he was he was bringing the heat the whole time. I just thought his his character was fantastic. Yeah, I think I think they handled well. The well, I really love the trailer, man. It gave me chills. Oh, the trailer! I mean, I was I'm, like I said when I saw the trailer for the first time, I was like, wow, this is gonna be. Uh, pretty emotional for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's dealing with the uh, fallout of of uh, the snap and in game, and uh, right. trying to turn over a new leaf. So yeah, exactly. And it's just it's oh man, it's 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 kind of funny too. I feel like we as a people went through our own sort of snap with 2020. You know what I mean? Like we couldn't see anybody. We're all you know in quarantine. I'm like, oh my god, like it's weird how that happened right after this movie. Yeah. But, you know, things are things are trending up. You know, people I know are back to work and stuff like that. We're all getting back to, you know, living our lives, which is a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, I've been working steadily. I haven't stopped working, honestly. Good. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I'm, uh, I just yeah. go to art, art school full time, so I'm just working my portfolio constantly. Where's, uh, where's that school? Uh, it's out in Central Texas. Uh, so I... I just go to a private university. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. I was, uh, I was, I was chatting with a, a coworker of mine and saying that they got to invent uh, cloning technology because <laughs> if, if I was able to clone myself, I would have been in like several different shows this summer. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> no, no, it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah, no, you know it's I mean? good thing. 
But that'd be yeah. so weird if that actually was a thing. Like, how do you, like, what do you, if you're, like, you got your clone, they're, like, filling you in on what happened. It's like, oh, man, maybe I wish I would have been there or something like that. It's so weird. I've always thought Well, here, here's what I said. I said if it could be the technology where if it was, like, multiple man where you could send yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, you, but, but then you absorb mm -hmm. whatever memories, whatever happens. Like, it's like a collective pool. So when your, you know, your clone comes back, it's like, okay, now, now I know how to whittle wood. I'm all good. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, I he wish can... Turkey was here. Bolteman's one of his favorite characters, and there are some weird stories from the comics. It's always funny to to see what what shenanigans his clones like survive too if he doesn't absorb them. They they'll survive right. for years, <laughs> like yeah. decades even. It's it's pretty funny. They have his clones have kids and everything. Else. <laughs> yeah, it's so, the way they did it is so funny. Yeah, in the. In the Messiah complex, it's an X Men oh. comic and an X Men mm -hmm. story. He, he, his character is actually really pivotal in that story. Yeah, and today that that's still that's still in uh, is still a part of his character too. Yeah, there's even like a mystery of what one of the clones what happened to them. <laughs> oh God, Oof, that's like a who done it right there. Oh yeah, it's what who's the original one? That's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's that's like that's like Christopher Nolan Inception stuff on a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say the Werewolf Bunny trailer. You'll actually recognize two characters from the game. Well, maybe okay, one. Cool. One of them you absolutely will. The second one might be debatable since it's black and white. All right. So I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a crapshoot at which ones I think it is. I'm gonna go with Elsa Bloodstone. Oh yeah, there you go. Yes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one you might not recognize. Oh oh really? Because it's black and white, and the actor doesn't look like she has red hair, so it's oh. you wouldn't know off first hand. And plus, it doesn't seem like I don't know. It was her like yeah, I don't want to spoil the trailer, but it didn't really feel like Elsa Bloodstone. I'll have to watch the the special to see. Okay, I'll have to. Uh, I gotta check it out then. Yeah, but her and her great granddad, grandfather. I don't. I don't know the descendants of the. It's someone like the Bloodstone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll you'll okay. also in there. You'll, you'll know you'll know him if you've read her comics. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll have to take a gander at it. Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm really excited for it. I I, I hope it's not a comedy. I really hope it's like super dark uh, horror. I'd love to see it. Scary. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, scary. That would be nice. yeah, just like a total, just like a yeah, exactly, just real dark, real moody, real brooding kind of thing. That'd be awesome. Heck yeah. Um, you got anything else today? Um, well, so we talked about one. The other thing that's coming is relics eventually. So is there relics. kind of anything you're expecting the relics or wanting with relics? Um, boy, I just hope whatever they do, I hope it works out because, yeah. um, you know, there's been a lot of scrutiny going on with the, with battlegrounds ever since it got, you know, released, uh, after all the beta testing this summer and relics has kind of been one of those things where, uh, I'm not a big Game of Thrones guy, but from people who have said to me, it's like, oh, the dragons are coming. They're coming. And it's like the same thing with, with the relics. It's like, oh, they'll, they'll be here. They're coming. They're this, this, and that. It's like, well, whenever they, whenever they arrive, I hope that they are, you know, well worth the wait. And I hope that they, whatever they, you know, can do, um, you know, I hope that it really helps out a lot of players. And I hope that the final product looks good. Yeah. Hey. Um, Daenerys could not conquer Westeros without the dragons, so I'm hoping the same thing is with 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 contest that we we get relics. Like, I've, really never, I've never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. The only reason I know that reference is because I was watching the South Park Black Friday and oh. Butters <laughs> is, is talking to uh, what's his name, um, who who wrote the book, um, 
Jar Jar R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, time. He's like, no, I want to see the dragons. I've been waiting for these dragons and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So I'm like, that's the only way. That's the only way I know about it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I I really like the show. I'm watching the 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 prequel show, the House of House of the Dragon. It's really fun. I love the dragons. They're they're super cool. They have such a presence on screen. I love it. Oh, I bet. I mean, I, somebody uh, told uh, I told one person one time like I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, and I think I almost gave them a, a mild heart attack. They were like. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh my, how did you, how did you never watch that show? (laughs) I'm like, I just didn't. Nah, it's all good. I'm never like, oh, you should watch this. Because I was like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, but the South Park did a really funny job of making fun of that show. And I couldn't help but laugh with them guys. Absolutely. (laughs) People have their own preferences, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely more of like a comedy person. You know, I yeah. like it's always sunny, South Park, stuff stuff like that. Oh man, I went to so it's funny you mentioned always sunny. So we were staying um in Philadelphia. We had a show there, but we were staying across the street from from the fountain. Um it's in the episode where uh Dennis is like he's talking about his erotic life in a novel. Yeah. And I and I took a picture of it and I sent it to some of my coworkers and I go, Hey, this is the fountain from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's from this scene, it's where Frank tells Matt that he's been pissing in this fountain every day, for years, <laughs> and Charlie's stealing D's money, to, like pay for spies for the waitress and stuff like that. It was just, oh my god! Yeah, that's a good episode. <laughs> oh, there. And then, then, I, then I had to watch. Somebody jumps for, into know. the ep- somebody jumps into the fountain as Frank's telling him that he peed in it. <laughs> oh, I think it was Charlie or, or D just trying to get the money out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh, that shows that shows an absolute riot. Yes, I agree. Uh, um, so do you have anything you want to plug before the end of the show? Um, I mean, you know, for the for people who haven't tuned into the show, you can find it on um, Apple Music on Spotify. It's uh, MCOC and me. Uh, it's a picture of me holding a Captain America shield with Captain America when I was down at uh, Islands of Adventure at Universal Studios, but um. I think I have about uh, 200 plus episodes, but everything is, you know, it's real easy listening and stuff like that. A couple episodes are um, very lighthearted. Some kind of get a little bit, you know, deep with certain things just because I was kind of feeling them in the moment and stuff like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, support the channel, um, you know, support people like, you know, you guys who are put, doing your own thing as well. And, um, you know, my, my big thing is with, with the game, there's always going to be, you know, some ebb and flows and things you're going to like and things you're not going to like. You know, play the game at your own speed. Just try to enjoy it. Have a good time doing it. And if you could somehow, like, find a creative outlet, whether it's, like, a YouTube channel or a, a Twitter blog or a page or something like that, that kind of gives you a way to kind of visualize the game better, you know, get better and also help out other players, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we try to do here. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I really like calling you guys. And I appreciate you having me on because it's good to talk with guys who are like-minded, and we're all just trying to do the same thing. We're just, you know, we're just guys trying to have a good time, and we're just playing this game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, oh I forgot. Gotcha. I was going to ask the CCP. That's what. That's what it was. Oh, I was, okay. I was. That's what I was like blanking on earlier. It was like, have you played the CCP? And they're always they're always looking for podcast people. Like when we had Thel on, he was like, I want to see more MCOC podcasts. Um. I have actually not heard about that, so you're gonna have to fill me in. 
Oh, basically, when we had him on the show, we were we were talking about because he used to he's not he's not a Kabam anymore. But when he used to run the CCP, he was like, I want to see more podcasts in there because um, at the time it was only me, um, Rich, and a, a few other people from the MCOC. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, in the MCOC podcast. So okay. he was like, I want to see more more podcasts in the CCP, and he was that's what he was kind of. Yeah. Oh, I cool. Know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if my podcast would be up his alley because. <laughs> One of the things that I always kind of put as a um, disclaimer on my show is that I, I, I really kind of shoot things in a very pragmatic, common sense sort of way. So that may or may not be kind of off-putting for some people. It's just my personality. I'm very, like, just the facts. I kind of, like, you know, I like to be not reactive with uh, some things. So, I mean, that may or may not work, but... I don't think you know, so. Don't worry. No one, no one censored. Like in, like I mean, unless you're like constantly hating on the game or you're constantly oh, harassing no, 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 people. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, only, I only hate every quarter. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you'd absolutely be fine. No, 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 but yeah, but if anything, like I just try to provide a um, because because there's so many people out there that have a really big platform, like you know, Karate Mike, KT One, Rich the Man, uh, Seton, you know, uh, Katie Candy when she was doing her thing and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I. I don't really have the kind of platform that they have. So anything that I kind of say, I just try to say it more in terms of like, Hey, here's like the average Joe. Here's, here's how I feel about it. And you know, about whatever's going on. If you feel the same way, cool. If you don't cool, no big deal. We can both exist. Exactly. Heck yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're all just trying to spend our units on revives here <laughs> for e eternity uh, of pain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's hard to do, especially with like, uh, I think my biggest pain in the ass, Attorney of Pain fight so far was the Modoc fight, because that was just, like, I can't stand that son of a bitch. He's just like, <laughs> you know, he's annoying, but the objectives were, they weren't too, too bad. Craven wasn't that bad last week, but I felt like this week, you know, I only used uh, two champions, Dark Spider Man and, and uh, Hulkling, and it was easy, like, super easy. Okay. See, with the uh, Modoc fight, that was the only fight I really had a, a decent time with because I used oh, uh, Black Black Widow, Claire, or not Clairvoyant, but Deadly Origins. Oh, see, I didn't use her. I, I, in hindsight, I should have used her, but my but my problem, and this is my problem, is that I don't take my own advice that I give out in the game, is I should just <laughs> sit back, see who's good, see who's not, and then go from there. Right. Yep. Um. So... Yeah, I think that should about wrap it up then, huh, Jay? Awesome. Yes. Yeah. All my notes. All right. Cool. I want to thank everybody for coming in and uh, hanging out with us live, and thanks to Jay for streaming us live on YouTube and Twitch, and thanks again to Zach Rossi for coming out and hanging out with us on the show. Hey guys, it was a blast like always. Thank you for having me on again. This was this is great. I hope we don't do it, uh, you know, with a two year stint in between. <laughs> yeah. Right. I heard that. All right. Um, thanks again, everybody, and have a great night. Thanks for listening to XN Interviews. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can click the links in the description for our guests or our link for Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash XN Interviews. Patreon.com backslash XN I-N-T-E-R-V-I-E-W-S. Thanks for listening.